Everybody. This is Y'all Heard, a podcast where me, Marissa Phillips, and me, Pete Phillips, are not related. And we're just so freaking tired. <laughs> yes, yeah, seriously. In other words, we can tell you things you didn't know you needed to know. Pete, should I replace How Are You with something else? I'm good. Okay. I'm good because I can't wait to go to sleep. I'm so glad I checked my phone and got your message. <laughs> and I'm eating a... Um, Gertrude Hawk peanut butter melt away. That sounds nice. It is. Guys, wish Pete a happy birthday. His birthday is this Sunday, though it'll have passed by the time you get this, but wish him a belated. Mm hmm. Yeah. My dear, dear favorite friend Lynn got me some candy. Oh, that's nice. So I'm, of course, already eating. <laughs> As you should. I guess since I won't see you anytime soon. Uh. I guess maybe I should look into mailing you your birthday present. I was just going to hold on to it, but... Well, since we're not allowed to go anywhere in the world. Yeah. Speaking of, uh, everyone, uh, I'm in a weird, fun place where I had... I hung out with someone who has a possible coronavirus case in their house, and they didn't tell me. So now a lot of people feel uncomfortable spending time with me. Oh, you shouldn't have told them. I felt like it was only fair. <laughs> so I'm not in a full quarantine, but I'm in a... No one really wants to hang out with me. Oh, Minor Marissa, quarantine. that's every day. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm, like, not very happy. Excuse me. Also, I barely have toilet paper because I was acting like a human and being like, I'll buy toilet paper when I need it. And what a moron I was. I went out two days in a row and still haven't bought toilet paper. I do have a whole bunch of tissues and a whole bunch of wipes, though. So I have so many toilet paper alternatives. You got to get that bidet. No, I do. Are noodles sold out in Wilkesbury? I don't know. Yeah, that's <laughs> a weird thing to be sold out, in my opinion. I just cooked up some rice for some fried rice for dinner. Nice. Yeah. I, I quinoa. You know, guys, get something better than noodles. Yeah, seriously. What are you just gonna get fat from eating noodles the whole time? I got a whole bunch of tuna fish. So. Yeah. By a whole bunch, I mean four cans. <laughs> Yeah, you're kind of thinking like me. I have like a pack of chicken in the freezer, a bunch of chili. That's pretty much it. Right <laughs> in quarantine, one, yeah, I have food for two weeks. Two, Amazon Prime and Amazon Fresh and every delivery service still exists. And if there's a state of emergency, then the National Guard has to deliver me food. So you know what? <laughs> don't really care that much. I just do care about toilet paper. That I do. Because I'm not going to wipe my ass with rags. I would, because yeah. <laughs> I'm getting, did I say this last show, so fat <laughs> that I have a ton of shirts that don't fit me anymore. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry, Pete. Icebreaker. Okay, speaking of eating and all of our potentials to get fat if we quarantine and have nothing to do but eat all day, what was your favorite cereal as a child? Cap'n Crunch. Why? You know what? Let me tell you a little more. Ooh. Wouldn't it be funny if I started, like, a rap song? Yeah, it sounded like you're a gonna. <laughs> I actually like Scrunchies Crunchy cereal, which is, is the ShopRite version of Captain Crunch. Oh, okay, okay. <laughs> uh, I also liked 
the crunch berries from that company where you buy the cereal in the big bag. Oh, yeah, yeah, I guess yeah. that was my favorite when I was a college student. Yeah. And I remember when I was a kid, like, Cinnamon Toast Crunch was like a delicacy because yeah. it was expensive. <laughs> I don't exactly. think I don't think my mom was looking out for our health. I think it was just too expensive. <laughs> okay. So once in a while we would have that too, yeah. But um, yeah, I'm a sweets kind of guy. Even today, my favorite is Special K vanilla almond. Yeah, that one's yummy. And my mom's like, "That's too sweet," and I'm like, "So am I." <laughs> <laughs> I also can only have sweet cereals as a delicacy. I think the delicacy in my life was um, uh, Lucky Charms, or I think I got it like once in my life. Or I feel like I got, like, Captain Crunch, like, twice in my life. The sweetest I was getting before that was, like, Mucins. I don't know. I think, no, I think maybe they got me Corn Pops periodically. Oh, yeah, yeah. But my favorite cereal that my parents would actually buy for me was Honey Bunches of Oats. Which nice. is, like, a lame child cereal. Never had it. Oh, so fucking good. Oh, my God, you have to. And my favorite cereal, in theory, as a child, was Fruity Pebbles. Because I don't think I had tasted them till I was... An adult or oh, at least I forgot good. about chocolate. I, I liked Cocoa Krispies, too. Oh, Cocoa Krispies are good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, those Reese's Peanut Butter Puffs, too. I think I may have had them once, yeah. I think I had them once. They were delicious. I don't know if you remember the cereal Waffle Crisp? Yes. Looked like little waffles? Yes. So I loved it when we were growing up. And then one day, my mom was like, Ew, I can't believe you eat that. Like, this wasn't the first time I ate it. This is, like, six boxes in. She's like, it smells like piss. No, ew. And then every time I ate it, I was like, this is what piss smells like. Horrible. And you were like, ooh, I want some piss. (laughs) Okay. Speaking of cereal, that's what I'm talking about today. Guys, I feel like my topics are all going to be really shoddy, at least till coronavirus chills out. (laughs) I'm in a state of emotional turmoil. You got nowhere to go. Why can't you do some research? <laughs> uh, I don't get to work from home yet. Guess who does? Either. My boss. Yeah, that's a yeah, boss move. You should just cough on people. They have to send you home. Yeah, yeah, I should. Or, I don't know, just tell everyone that I had dinner with someone who's living in a coronavirus apartment. Under the worst circumstances. You think having somebody in the apartment who has coronavirus is bad? This person has it worse. <laughs> yeah. We won't tell you why, but they do. Oh, guys, by the way. Sorry, you go first. I'm saying I'm making a conscious effort to stop stop talking so much about people. (laughs) That's because I was called out. On the podcast. Yeah, yeah, pretty much on the podcast. Again, still available on Patreon. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Anyway. Um, I wanted to tell you, I forgot last show, that or last time that we recorded, not a new Patreon subscriber, but we did get a new Facebook like. From who? From someone named Laura Bond. So, Laura oh, Bond, yeah. if you're listening, welcome aboard. Thank we don't, you. We don't really do a ton with the Facebook, but uh, your thumb up means a lot to us. And if you actually do know one of us, please let us know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Here's the thing. Marissa said the same thing last week, and Marissa and I are usually on the same page about things. Uh, I think to us, the fascinating part is like, how did you get here? <laughs> yeah, exactly. We would love to know your stories. Everyone who listens to this that doesn't know us, write in some ideas. Tell me. Call 570-POD-1-1. Tell Pete anything. Just, just please, tell us. Yeah. I am driving around with 
a bumper, not a bumper sticker, but a window sticker on my passenger side rear window. And my nephew noticed it. That's about it. So if Pete's nephew's listening, hello. He's not. But yeah. Laura Bond, if you saw it and you decided to listen, thanks for we listening. salute you. Yes. Serial. So back to my segue that you ruined. Yeah. I'm going to talk about the background of the mascots of a number of well-known serials. <laughs> but before I go into each one, I will ask Pete if you could tell me who the current mascot is. Pete, this one is ridiculous, but... I'll ask, do you know Captain Crunch's real name? Is it Steve? No. Martin? Too late. You get one guess. Not Steve Martin. No, yeah, that was Steve that Martin was... for us? No. <laughs> Captain Horatio P. Crunch. Ah, shit. Once you said Horatio, I knew it. <laughs> <laughs> was born in response to a survey where kids said that they hated soggy cereal. Right. I don't have the specifics on that survey. I don't know whether it was like, <laughs> do you hate soggy cereal or do you love it? Or that was, was it like a CEO who just biggest, asked his kids? <laughs> what is your biggest cereal woe? I don't know. Anyway, illustrator Jay Ward drew the captain, and according to his daughter, based the cartoon on himself. So there's a man out there who looks like Horatio P. Crunch. The honorable captain was charged with guarding the title case Crunch from the evil barefoot pirate. Don't know why he's barefoot. What? Jean LeFoot. You sure it's okay. not Jean? I'm sorry, Jean Lefou. <laughs> Jay Ward, the illustrator, also had a hand in animating characters in popular TV shows such as Rocky and Bullwinkle, Dudley Do Right, and George of the Jungle. Are you fact checking me? I, no, I was looking up the. Uh, 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 you might get to it, so you just do your thing. No, what are you doing? <laughs> I'm not fact checking you. Pete. Yeah. Who are the mascots for Rice Krispies? Oh, I'm sorry. I thought you were you were going to keep going. Um, no, I'm jumping around Crunch. to different mascots. I told you guys, mine aren't going to be totally solid. Sorry. I, I didn't grow up with Captain... I'm sorry. Was it Captain? Horatio P. Crunch? Jean Lefoot. Oh, Pirate. Excuse me. Yeah. Pirate Jean Lefoot. I um, grew up with the Soggies. I don't know what that is. Oh, my gosh. They look like these, like... They look like <laughs> dripping wax. <laughs> Let me look. Captain Crunch the Soggies. Yeah, I, I did a lot of Googling. I'm surprised they didn't put that. Ew, those are gross. Yeah. Let me look up Captain, I mean, no, Pirate Jean Lefou too. Soggies are arch are arch nemeses of the noted serial mascot Captain Crunch. Oh, no, I've seen Captain Lefoot. He looks gross. He's a lot of hair. Who are the mascots for Rice Krispies? Sir Snap. Uh, Cap and Crackle, and Pop, Mr. Pop, Private Pop. Private Pop? Yeah. Close. They don't Boy all have ring. those. They haven't all earned those titles. I know. Uh, I was so, being cute. <laughs> illustrator Vernon Grant created the characters Snap, Crackle, and Pop based on the jingle for the noisy cereal. So the jingle existed prior to the people. The jingle was, I don't know the melody, Listen to the fairy song of health. The merry choir was sung by Kellogg's Rice Krispies as they merrily snap, crackle, and pop in a bowl of milk. If you've never awesome. heard Blue talking, now is your chance. But up, but up, boop, but doop. Okay. They didn't have the last part. Yeah, and okay. you have to put your ear to the bowl. I try to make that song sound like what? 
<laughs> and they would tell you to kill your parents. <laughs> I try to make that song sound like uh, the theme song for a sitcom. I hope I succeeded. Anyway, uh, Vernon Grant, the illustrator, his flair for fantasy caused him to draw the three characters as gnomes. They looked a lot more pointy and gnome-like back in the day. Uh, Snap was actually a solo character, the first gnome, and appeared in a few solo ads before his brothers magically appeared and came along. So when they first started appearing was in 1939, did not know the serial was that old, and they fought, is TV, TV's not even, when did TV come? I don't know, 1850. It does look like some of these did, did have a mascots prior to TV, but then I'm like, who sees them? Anyway. Newspaper ads. I guess so. Boxes. I'll come back to that. One of them is really weird prior to TV. When they first started appearing in 1939, they fought against their rivals, Soggy, Mushy, and Tuffy, for the hearts and balls of the children across the land. Did you say balls? Balls! <laughs> <laughs> Once the television ads began to be seen by a larger and younger audience, Kellogg's decided to modernize the three gnomes and make them more human-like. Uh, now, Snap, Crackle, and Pop are now the longest-running serial advertising campaign in history. Are they still gnomes? Uh, I mean, I never knew what they were. They look a little weird. So I thought they I looked to... dressed for the kitchen. I thought they were like... <laughs> they could be kitchen gnomes. What about Keebler Elves? Yeah. No, I think they're still gnomes. They're just more human-looking gnomes. All right. Okay, I like this because what the fuck, where was this utilized prior to television? Okay, Trix the Rabbit. Mm -hmm. Before he was animated, the Trix Rabbit was a hand puppet. Where is you doing that? Oh, you could do that in a commercial. No, but I don't know. I'm imagining like a like oh, a kids, I guess so. I guess like so. a kids okay. variety show. That's weird. The original. Oh, I like this. The original tagline for Trick Cereal was, I'm a rabbit, and rabbits are supposed to like carrots, but I hate carrots. <laughs> I like tricks. I like that. It's very catchy. Yeah. So General Mills knew that television was the best way to advertise to children, and they decided to spend 97% of their advertising budget on commercials. It paid off, and the Silly Rabbit campaign was a hit. By 1976, General Mills was worried that it was sending the wrong message to children by having the rabbit always fall short of his aspiration. Crushing. They decided to do, to do the American thing and let children vote whether the rabbit should or should not get the ball. This was horrible. The rabbit's campaign was so successful that more than 99% of kids voted that the rabbit should have the ball. So... I found this entertaining. The rabbit has succeeded in grabbing bites of cereal here and there, but he hasn't had a full bowl since 1980. That's rough. That's edging. dark. That's edging. Isn't that the thing where you get really close to coming and then yeah. don't? Okay. <laughs> Pete, can you tell me any mascots for post-alphabet cereal? Uh, I don't think I can. I can maybe like imagine like an a letter A with glasses or something? <laughs> yeah, you're like, okay, too. <laughs> okay, so post-alphabet cereal has gone through more than a dozen mascots since the 1950s, including the long-forgotten comedian Jack Leonard, I don't know who that is, a mascot called Sailor Boy, a young girl and boy named Alpha and Bitsy, a St. Bernard named Alfie and his nemesis Nasty McEvil, a monster... <laughs> 
a wizard. Isn't he our president? Dogs named <laughs> Rough and Ready, which is very weird. And even an Alpha the Magic computer in the late 1990s. One of the longest running mascots, however, was a postman named Lovable Truly, who would deliver alphabet letters. Sounds like a soul singer. <laughs> children from 1964 to 1971 that makes no sense i really like alpha bits the computer because like I don't, bits oh no it's just alpha yeah but he, okay but it's not alpha bits i understand <laughs> i'm sorry beta bits Be- the, no <laughs> serious <Fruit> incels <laughs> fruit loops from i can tell has only had two cam sam but i just wanted to tell you one fact about that is that Toucans, notoriously, are known for having horrible senses of smell. What? So I just want you to know that. Yes, because this is the mascot that says, follow your nose. Yeah. But, yeah, so it looks like General Mills did not do their research. Just because you have a big nose don't mean you could smell it deeply. Also, is a beak a nose? Yeah, I don't know. Are there holes in it? I don't know. Yeah, right? Maybe. I don't know. Next episode. Okay, so... It's a beak and nose. <laughs> um, Golden You all heard about crisp, beaks? <laughs> Golden Crisp, also known as Sugar Crisp. It's, I don't know, had two names. Can you tell me what that mascot is? I'm sorry, Golden Crisp? And what? Sugar Crisp? I don't think I know what that is. It's like the brother of Sugar Smacks. I got nothing. Wait, wait, wait. Let me double check myself. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. Ah, oh, yeah, I just kept Google the words golden. <laughs> yeah! Okay, golden crisp, sugar... Yeah, yeah, okay. It was first sugar crisp. It was also super golden crisp. Then it was golden crisps. And I'm sorry, not sugar smacks. It's the brother of honey smacks with the frog. Do you know yeah, that yeah. one? Yeah, dig them. Yeah. So you don't know the cereal that's exactly the same, but a different method? No, but um, I'm going to guess that it's a butt. <laughs> I don't... A butt... Yeah. Oh, that is good. That is good. <laughs> uh, so Honey Smacks is from Kellogg's. Post has Golden Crisp, uh, which is the exact same cereal. Sugar Bear. You don't remember Sugar Bear? Oh, yeah. He's creepy as hell. Yeah. So, well, let's put some... Let's give you some information about why he is what he is. Okay. When the Sugar Cereal debuted, Sugar Bear uh, was uh, made a... Chill Bear with a cool swagger. And he has been with the brand since its inception. Sugar Bear was voiced by Jerry Matthews in the stylings of Bing Crosby or Dean Martin for the 40 years during which he was known to croon the jingle. Jingle, not jiggle. Jingle. Can't get I don't know what the melody is. Can't get enough of that golden crisp. I assume it's not that. Can't get enough of that golden crisp. Yeah, thank you. Sugar, sugar, where? Sugar bear went from a hip, a hip, cool cat to a hero in the 1980s, turning into Super Bear, where he would eat golden. I'm sorry. You go right ahead. We're like, (laughs) so he would turn into Super Bear when he ate the golden crisp, and suitably, the jingle was changed to. It's got the crunch with a punch. It's got the crunch with the punch. <laughs> Sugar Bear is still living that sweet life today. Uh, his design pretty much unchanged. Now, last one. Because I'm like, what the fuck? Who is the mascot for Cookie Crisp? 
isn't it a criminal or a police officer? One of them. It all and then there's a dog, because he's the you, one who goes cookie crisp. You know one of three phases. There are three phases of cookie crisp mascots. Okay, from. I can't believe you're not talking about cinnamon toast crunchier. I could only find these in what I was researching. <laughs> okay. Because I wasn't, I wasn't. Uh, yeah, shut up, Pete. <laughs> in 1977, up until 1984. The Cookie Chris mascot was Cookie Jarvis. Cookie Jarvis was a wizard who looked like Merlin. With one wave of his hand, he'd magically turn balls of cereal into cookie jars. Usually chanting, no! Magically turn bowls of cereal into cookie jars, usually chanting rhyming incantations along with it. However. They're witches? Yeah, I don't know. In the mid 1980s, Cookie Jarvis wasn't necessarily replaced, but he was joined by Cookie Crook, uh, what, for some reason, this article calls an anti-hero robber, who attempts to steal Cookie Crisp, followed by his opponent, Cookie Cop, full name Officer Crumb, a police officer with an Irish accent who thwarts Cookie Crook's attempts to steal the Cookie Crisp. I don't know why they need so many fucking mascots, because in 1990... The cookie crook was given a sidekick named Chip the Dog. Chip would howl the cereal's name, Cookie Crisp, in each ad before he and his master were inevitably foiled by the cookie cup. Now, we might be like, yeah, that's where we are today. No, Pete! In 2003, Cookie Crisp was introduced to Europe and Asia, and they had their own mascot. Their mascot was Chip the Wolf, originally known as the Howler. A wolf who fruitlessly attempts to steal Cookie Crisp from children, much how like Tricks the Rabbit would. Chip the Wolf would have this tagline. It looks like chocolate chip cookies. Tastes like them too. But it's a breakfast cereal. Another catchy tagline. (laughs) In 2005, Chip the Wolf replaced Chip the Dog as the cereal's mascot in the United States. However, Cookie Crook and Cookie Cop still make appearances. So Cookie Wolf is the official mascot universally right now. Universally? National. No, yeah, across the world. I am sorry I didn't cover the uh, Cinnamon Toast Crunch. When I was growing uh, up, Cinnamon Toast Crunch had three bakers. Yeah. Bob, Quello, and Wendell. Now, there's an only one. Then, Bob and Quello disappeared. It was just Wendell. Quello? White hair bifocals. I'm sorry, I know you could hear that. Quello. Uh, maybe I can give you some... No, no, no. And then uh, what happened was it was just Wendell for a while. And then what happened is they took those animated actual squares of Cinnamon Toast Crunch. Uh-huh. And they just ditched Wendell altogether. Okay. Oh, okay. So Bob and Quello were young, more youthful than Wendell. So eventually the young bakers were dropped. I don't... And don't you think youth would appeal to youth? I mean, no, yeah, they have... The only reason they look younger is because they don't have white hair like Wendell. (laughs) But when you, when you, when you want, like, a tried and true cereal, you want to put your faith in a, in an old baker who knows his, his craft. Yeah. I also looked up Lucky Charms, and it was really boring. Freaking Honeybee, that cereal. Yeah, I didn't... Cheerios. There might have been stuff, but... I didn't find anything like. No, super we don't do mainstream shit. Yeah, fuck you. 
Anyway, uh, guys, if you want to tell me what your favorite cereal is, call us at 570-POD-1-1. Tell us why. Yeah. But more importantly, tell us how you found our broadcast. Fruity Pebbles, man. That yeah. It was just like a integrated marketing thing. Oh, you know what I really loved? The two cereals I really loved as a young adult were those gigantic shredded wheats. The ones were like, you could only fit like three in a bowl. Nothing changes. Yeah. Guys, also, I had like a year where I only ate shredded wheat like twice a dish. Uh, as like two meals. Uh, and the shredded wheat with jelly in the middle. Gross. I love shredded wheat. And I have a gluten intolerance now. So it's just a cruel world I live in. I could eat shredded wheat for every meal of the day. Uh, if I could. It's time for... So, you got any plugs? Not so much a plug, but a question. Okay. Coronavirus. Everybody's like, ah! And people are trying to, like, quarantine. I keep saying yeah. isolate because that's what I do. But um, how come Netflix can't throw us a bone? And do what? Like, put something new and good on. Oh, I agree. I agree. I don't know. Like, I, I enjoyed this new show, um, Queen Sonos. Queen Sono, excuse me. Sonos is a music system, right? Yeah, yeah. It's South African. That was fun. But like, yeah, give us something to watch. Netflix. Psh, uh, yeah. Or Amazon. Somebody. I think I'm gonna go. I think what I'm gonna do this weekend is I'm going to try to get a HBO trial so that I can watch my lady Catherine Hahn in Mrs. Fletcher, which Marissa told me is her watching a lot of porno, which sounds good to me. And yeah. <laughs> Whitmer Thomas's comedy special, The Golden One. Okay. Sounds nice to me. Oh, I do have a question. I need your advice. This girl... I needed your advice last episode, but I forgot what it was about. Oh, if you remember, I'm always here. This girl texted me, and she's like... She's with her birthday party on Friday in a restaurant. She's like, oh, you know, I don't know if I should cancel it. I don't know if anyone's going to come. So without me saying, like, yeah, I don't, I'm afraid to come, I'm just like... Can you, oh yeah, maybe you should postpone it till like this dies down. And then she texted me like, everyone's overreacting and um, the chef said we're still going to have the party. Who is the chef to tell the woman that she's going to have a yeah. party? <laughs> I have every right to not go to a party because of coronavirus, right? I, I Now listen, dear listeners, Marissa, old listeners, Marissa, I think that you are a person who is at risk when it comes to this particular problem because they say people with respiratory issues and old people are at risk and because you have respiratory issues i command you to not go to the party there you go thank you just call I wish me I could... just call me dr pete and now you got a doctor's note <laughs> i wish i could go around with a sign that said i am a high risk person not i don't need attention but because anytime i seem paranoid People are like, everyone's overreacting. You're young. And I was like, just leave me alone. I have my reasons. Yeah. And like, I'm tired of telling people that I have my reasons. If I didn't, I would be like, if I didn't have respiratory problems, severe ones, pretty much, guys. Like, for real, I'm not overreacting. I still have asthma prior. Yeah. Like, I had asthma right before this happened, and I still can't breathe perfectly. Oops, I forgot what I was going to say. Oh, if I had no health problems, I would be so stoked to be quarantined. Like, you don't even know. <laughs> but, like, I don't want to die. Mm -hmm. That would be so lame. And I'm so torn over who Pete needs to blame if I die. 
because I always tell them who he needs to say it's their fault if I die, but now, like, the mud, the waters are muddy, Pete. I don't even know who you have to blame. So, anyway, okay, thank you for your advice. Guys, stay, okay, what is my, um, what is my plug? My plug is, even if you're sick and you don't have the textbook coronavirus symptoms, call your doctor and preferably at least stay in your house for a little while because one, no one wants your fucking coughs to make them more paranoid outside. And two, even though they're saying dry cough, fever, shortness of breath every day, I've heard that certain cases have totally different symptoms. Like sometimes it's like wet cough or sometimes it, it has like a sore throat. So just like if you're sick, nobody wants you around, bitch. Like I know they're like, oh, my job needs me so much. They don't. No. And if I see you out there, I'm going to fucking punch you in the face. I'm not. I take that back. But I'm going to hate you. If you're sick of you out, I'm going to hate you. <laughs> Do I seem really better? I am. Because I know a few people who still are going out sick. And I'm I know. So you know off. the uh, St. Patrick's Day Parade in Scranton, they canceled that. As they should. They, they canceled, canceled the Philly one, too. They canceled the Wilkes-Barre one. And it's just funny to see people pissed off about it. And it's Seriously, like, you punks? Well, well, we're just going to have, like, things in bars. <laughs> it's like, uh, okay. Yeah, then good quarantine job, guys. yourself in that bar, please. Please. Ugh. 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 Right? So, yeah. Be safe, guys. I'm just... My plug is to be safe. I know it's really lame, but I'm very nervous. If you're the praying type, pray... Pray for me and Pete. We'll pray for all of our listeners. Um, and if you're not the praying type, I don't know. Just be nice. Okay, thanks for listening, guys. Close the 570 hey. Slide into my DMs. No one has slid into my DMs yet. Before you, before you leave, Marissa and I signed up for... What? Oh, that's right. That's true. Marissa and I signed up for a service so that we could get advertisers, and we haven't gotten any advertisers yet. Yeah, if you're an advertiser... Where you at? But one of the Come things on. that that we learned we along listeners. the way is that there's actually a uh, system within this that tracks how many downloads do you get and stuff. So that's been fun to watch. How many downloads do we get on average? Two? Um, like a hundred? That's good. I find that good. Yeah. All right. Okay. Thanks yeah, for listening. Everybody. Bye. Bye.